Good Thursday morning and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm your host for a few more days, Sage Miller. Hundreds gathered at the Utah State Capitol in support of abortion rights Monday night. The demonstration was in response to a leaked draft opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court that would result in a reversal of Roe v. Wade, which made access to abortion a constitutional right. A Utah trigger law banning abortion in most cases will take effect if the court officially decides to overturn the landmark ruling. Next, today is Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Children's Day. A 2018 report from the Urban Indian Health Institute found Utah ranks eighth in the nation for missing and murdered Indigenous women and children cases. UIHI highlights the 25 open cases in Utah are most likely undercounted. Southern Utah reporter Alastair Bitsoy speaks with managing editor Grant Burningham about what Utah is doing to recognize and honor the day. With us to talk about National Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Children's Day, which is today, is Alastair Lee Bitsoy. Alastair, thank you for talking. Yeah, thank you, Grant. Thanks for um, letting me be on the podcast today to talk about National Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls Day, which is inclusive of different types of movement when it comes to ending what is known as, in our in Indigenous communities, an epidemic of our people going missing, mostly women and girls. This day is an important day. It's a national day. The Secretary of the Interior, Deb Holland, will also address the U.S. or American pub, a public about the importance of the state. So I know part of this is that oftentimes Indigenous women and children, uh, when they go missing or are murdered, don't get the attention that other cases get. Is there also a corresponding uh, statistic for this happening to them more often? Yes, I know that according to the U.S. Department of Justice, Native women at least are more likely to get murdered. I think it's 10 times more than the regular population and children do. And so these reports of these realities of our stories and our communities don't get enough news coverage. And there could be many reasons. I mean, I mean, at least from the Native American demographic or perspective, it's because we're we're not the majority <laughs> or or that our stories are not important enough for the masses to understand the plight, which can be associated with historical trauma in our community. Why don't you tell us the story of Ella Mae Begay, who is a missing woman from the Navajo Nation? Yeah, I've been um, reporting on this topic along with, I think, Kobe Peterson on the team. Uh, she's the one who broke the story on Ella Mae Begay. Ella Mae Begay is a rug weaver that went missing um, last June. So it's almost a year now. And according to my conversation with Serafina Warren, she said that the FBI had recently ruled that her aunt was a victim of homicide. These happen in urban settings as well, as noted by the Urban Indian Health Institute that Salt Lake City is in the top 10 for indigenous women and girls going missing are going murdered at a higher rate. Of course, the Salt Lake City Department, Police Department claims otherwise. In the case of Ellen Bay Begay is influencing some work or structural changes in the state uh, to help better respond. And that's why Restoring Ancestral Winds and Representative Angelo Romero and members of the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Girls 
and two spirit task force in Utah is organizing to investigate or verify the claim by the Urban Indian Health Institute. And tell me about the events that are happening for this. So today, nationally, um, it's a huge day in Utah. When you zone in to what's happening, the Restoring Ancestral Winds nonprofit is going to start a urban garden, an indigenous garden that will mobilize awareness of this day through the growing and reconnection of foods, indigenous foods in, in the city, since there is a large native population in in the, in the Wasatch Front. And so there will be a candlelight vigil as well for those who have gone missing or murdered. Those who go to this event are, are encouraged to wear red because that red is associated with this movement. Okay, Alistair, thank you so much. Thanks, Alistair. Salt Lake City School District teachers and staff are rallying for better pay, among other things. The Tribune's K-312 reporter, Connor Sanders, attended the protest Tuesday and explains what exactly public school employees are requesting from the district. Hi, I'm Connor Sanders. I'm a K-12 education reporter at the Tribune. I just published a story on Wednesday about a protest that was held before a board meeting in Salt Lake City School District on Tuesday night. District employees from bus drivers to uh, custodial workers to nutrition workers and teachers are all frustrated right now with the amount of work that they have to take on in the district, which has a number of unfilled positions. Um, They're saying that taking on that extra work and covering for those unfilled spots is leading them to burnout. Um, And some custodians are having to cover for people in the lunchroom. Some teachers are having to clean up their own classes. Uh, And it just puts a lot of stress on these workers who say that they're being underpaid and they need more investment from the district in terms of their salary to be able to stay in the district and keep working in this district that they love. So please check out that story on sltrib.com. Flaming Gorge Reservoir water levels will drop by nine feet under a plan announced by the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation. The decline is a result of yet another emergency move to keep power generation possible 450 miles downstream at the Glen Canyon Dam. Lake Powell water levels are at a historic low, and the plan would send 1 million acre feet of water to prop it up. And that's it for the Daily Buzz today. If you've enjoyed the local news in your ear every morning, consider rating the pod and sharing it with your pals. A big thank you to Joel Cardinez for editing today's episode, and shout out to Salt Lake City band The Pelicants for our music. Catch y'all tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning.